This is CliffCentral.com. Anyway, we've got Rich with us. Rich, you weren't here. Oh, no, you, uh, you, you were here last week. Yeah, last week, not the week before. I'm missing next week. I'm going snowboarding. Again? Again. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, you need a reality check. You need to start putting some, some weeks in here. <laughs> some Kanye and Bill Cosby. You know, I'm <laughs> struggling. Got to spend euros. You know, it's really shit. Uh, I do have a Kanye West story quickly. Oh, brilliant. I was getting onto an airplane uh, in Joburg. And I was flying. Oh, sorry. And I was flying down to Cape Town. It was SAA, like a business class one, which I don't normally do. It was like some client paid. And um, I was traveling with my old business partner. And as I got onto the plane, there was this dude and his mom sitting there. And they were in our seats. And I said, sorry, I'm so, I'm so sorry, but um, I think maybe you're in our seats. And I always try to be quite polite about that. You know, you know, sure. maybe there's been a mix up and things like this. And then this lady said, well, we're flying together. And then the dude was like, mom, 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 it's fine. It's fine, mom. And I, I was like, oh, sorry, but we're also flying together. And then this other one, then anyway, so what happens is the mom says, oh, but do we have to move? And then this other guy says, listen, I'll move. Because I'm not flying, I can move there, and then you can fly next to your mom. And nobody wants to split a person and his mom. But I was also flying with my business partner, and I wanted to chat. Anyway, so we do the swaps, and now it turns out that this guy's now sitting in the opposite aisle to me. So it goes my old business partner, myself, then him, and then his mom. So he pulls out a, 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 a Game Boy and he starts playing it, and I'm on my PSP. And then we just start chatting about games. And I was telling him why I like this console. And all of a sudden, these people come up and they're walking through and say, excuse me, can you have your autograph? And he looks at me like, you know, fuck, man. Sorry. <laughs> and I had no idea who this guy was. So we're chatting away. And then we get off the plane in Cape Town. And there's all these people screaming. And they're like, we're walking. And these people come running at us, screaming and cheering. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, it's Kanye West. <laughs> so, so I bounced him from his seat on a plane. Oh, I had oh, my no idea you who he was. Like, Nothing whatsoever. No <laughs> Michael now wants a photo with you. Yeah. yeah. Michael has just. I'm like, I, I didn't even know. That's. <laughs> Sell me the shirt you wore when you spoke to him. <laughs> yeah, I had absolutely no idea. I mean, we were chatting, we were chatting. He prefers. Um, uh, 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 sorry, Nintendo DS. That that's his game console of choice, and I was on a, a PSP. Yeah, but was he nice about the whole thing? Yeah, he was embarrassed about the whole thing. He was genuinely like, "Oh, mom, come on," you know, because you're with your mom. <laughs> like, come on, mom, I don't want to do it. The cheek of these people taking up seats. I mean, really? Yeah, but it was. I was. I was nearly got on my high horse. You know, you are in my seat. <laughs> Damn right. Anyway. So, right, Rich, so what do you got for us this week? It so, was uh, yeah, well, midway through February already, huh? Yeah. I want to talk, I want to talk about the movies. I went to the movies yesterday. Uh, me oh, too. I went to see Deadpool. Yes, me too. Okay, cool. So I'm going to tell you about my one little problem with Deadpool. I had two problems. Actually, it was a great film. But there are two things. I want to tell you a story. Years back, uh, my other business partner, a guy called Anthony Van Beek, he went to see the second Harry Potter film. Because uh, he has kids. Yeah, well, actually, no, I think at the time we didn't have kids, and I didn't have kids either. Like, I think it was far back. It may have had, but um, he went to see the second Harry Potter kid uh, film, and uh, yeah, <laughs> which he was a kid. And uh, I'd booked for the next day, and uh, when he came to work the following morning, I said to him, oh, dude, I, I, I booked tickets I'm going to see tonight. How was it? And he said, oh, man, oh, shit, it was terrible. I said, what do you mean? He said, yeah, it was overacted, and it was too American and stuff like this. It just really wasn't good. And he said, um, I said, oh, but I've already bought tickets. He said, oh, just go see it and make up your own mind. So off I went, and I went to see it that night. 
And when I came out the movie, I phoned him. And I was like, dude, what are you talking about? It was amazing. Mm. He said, I know. I didn't want to ruin it for you. Ah. And, uh, and this is what happened to me with Deadpool. I think that movie, if, if it wasn't, I mean, I have no idea what it should have been to be amazing. It was good. But it ended up being like, I was like, oh, okay. That was okay. That was good. I feel like my expectations were completely blown out. I also don't like when somebody does, and I think Jazz told me it's called, uh, when they break the fourth place. It was like in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I don't like when people speak to people watching the movie. Yeah, when they also ta- annoying. When they talk to you as if, uh, you know, when Ryan Reynolds' character would turn around and talk to us mm-hmm. as if we're characters in a movie. And, and he would talk about other actors by their actors' names in the film. And I get it as comedy, but I think it breaks the whole, the whole thing, so I hated that. Well, yeah, look, Rich, I think it's a good thing. That whole hype and expectation thing, I think we're always overhyped with everything nowadays. Maybe that's why, as a society, we often live flat. But, look, I think Deadpool's great because it, it takes the piss out of superheroes. But getting back to your point, have you seen The Revenant yet? No, not yet. Okay, do you want to? Dying to. Okay. Because it's been very hyped. Although, I had one there we guy, go. There we go. Dean Olshek, who said to me, no, but one guy said to me, as the most self-indulgent director's Oscar pitch he's ever seen in his life. So I feel like I've now been pushed the other way as well. No, look, it's a, it's a giant circle joke on Leo in snow. Oh, goodness. It's just three hours of just guys, Leo. And, and, and a bear. Don't forget the bear. Look, yeah, the bear. I'm busy reading a book called The Road. And I don't know if you remember, but in my mind, it's a very similar premise of the dude walking along the road, post-apocalyptic type thing, though, then. It's just really him and his son walking a whole film. I've not seen the film, but the movie, and they seem to be very, very close. And you could imagine the the, the space for self-indulgence would be there. Yeah, look, I just think Leonardo DiCaprio's all his movies, really, uh, we worked it out there's a formula to his movies. He has no friends. He is the center of attention for everything. But no man, this wasn't, this wasn't always the case though. This is, this is when he. Basketball diaries when he was interfered with by his PE teacher. He had friends there. I didn't, I didn't see that one. That was a great movie. Yeah. Listen, I think he's phenomenal. The best I don't mind about it at all. I think he's a good performer. I think. I think so too, but he's been pushed into these major roles, which has now typecasted him. We blame Martin Scorsese for that. That long relationship that the two of them had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. So I want to talk about other things that pissed me off about the movies. Uh, okay, I'll start with this one. And this isn't really to do with the movie. Okay, first of all, anybody, anybody who tells me, oh, dude, go see this film. It's got an amazing twist. No, fuck you. <laughs> no, no, fuck you. Don't, you, what? As soon as, then what happens is you spend the entire movie waiting, waiting yeah. for the twist. So the whole surprise is gone. It's not, oh, but I didn't tell you what the twist was. Yeah, but just shut up. It's like that. I, I'd heard that for six cents. The whole time they were saying, there's a twist. So instead of concentrating on a film, you just concentrate the whole time on thinking, oh, I wonder what it is. And you're trying to figure it out. Yeah. It kills me. See, now that, that was with Gone Girl. I don't know if you've seen that. No. Okay, you must see it. Okay, but now I know there's a twist. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Thanks. Because exactly <laughs> everybody wants, nobody wants to spoil it, right? Nobody wants to spoil a movie. But what do you say? Like, your friend with the Harry Potter is the best example. So, it's, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, give me a call when it's done. Let me know what you think. I, I didn't love it. So, then, should we every, all be using that as a blanket description yes. after seeing a movie which we think is brilliant? Just say to the person asking, meh. No, okay. no, no. I think what you should say is you should maybe always just temper it. If you turn around and you over, over, over said it, best movie ever. But you know what? We get excited. You leave and you, uh, yeah. you, just, you just get so excited by something. So, you come out and you're like, oh, my God, it's amazing. 
But I think that, that you need to understand that the higher you set the expectation by, the less likely your friend is to enjoy it. Because if you tell, if you walk into a film and you expect it to be a 10 and it's a 9, you, the movie's actually disappointed you by 1. It's yeah. a negative 1. Even though but it's if, still a 9. Yeah. If you walk into a movie and, it was, and you thought it was going to be a 5, but it was a 7, you'd be like, wow, this movie's a plus 2. And ironically, and I use this in my talks a lot, if, if somebody if asked you for a recommendation later, would you recommend the 9 that became the 8 or the 5 that became the 7? Almost always we'll recommend the 5 that became the 7 because it pleased us. It, 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 it exceeded our expectations. And so, so it's a weird rating system. I use it when I, I talk about first impressions. I think first impressions are all very well and good, but what the lasting impression is actually the difference between what I expected and what you delivered. That's actually what people remember. So if you sometimes walk into a space and make not the best first impression, but you recover later on in that day, uh, uh, then I promise you, then people will remember you from your recovery. I actually did a talk at um, mm. TED in 2005 because Martin Gladwell was speaking there and he'd just written his book, Blink, and I did a talk called First Impressions Lie on, on that topic. Now, other things piss me off very quickly. So you're standing in the concessions line, right? And you turn around to somebody who could or may or may not be your wife, Jasmine. And you turn around and you say, it's going to kill me because actually this usually goes the other way. <laughs> and you turn around and you say, hey, um, uh, would you like some popcorn? And she says, no, thanks. I'll just have some of yours. <laughs> now, yeah. I did not say no, I would like three quarters of a tub of popcorn. Yeah. What I said was, I'm happy to pay extra yeah. for you to have one. Yeah. People are like, oh, do you want to buy, do you want to buy chocolate? No, I'll have a bite of yours. <laughs> no, 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 that wasn't on the table. We'll buy a second bar and we'll throw away two thirds. Like, that pisses me <laughs> off. Don't, don't be that guy. And, and. So first of all, so then that will happen. And then you'll walk to the salt counter and I'll go put on sour cream. And she says, but I only like plain salted. <laughs> And and then I think like what what's going on? And it comes to that moment where you want to just hand over that one tub, go back in the yes, queue, yeah. and get a second one. There should be a ban on no. I'll just have a bite of yours. That must not exist. But doesn't that happen when people are comfortable with each other? So in other words, if you're a couple, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that a group of friends are going out yeah, doing that and then, old and That's then and then Sia says to Cat. No thanks, Kat. I'll just have some of yours. I think it just happens with people who are all loved up and who've been together for years. I don't mind doing a sharesy, but if you <laughs> like different flavors, it's like Jazz and I go for curry. And uh, so generally we've just found, so we don't mind, we mind, don't mind meeting in the middle at a medium. <laughs> but if I go with somebody and they say, oh, I want to try yours, will you order a mild? I'm like, well, I don't, uh, what? <laughs> no, I don't want to. Now I realize I just sounded like a bad husband. <laughs> oh, well, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the other thing, okay, and then the final one I want to complain about when it comes to movies, and this is again about, I guess, pre-hype. If anybody turns around and says to me before, like it's my, it's my instant, I want to punch you in the face, twat statement. It's when somebody says to me, "Oh, but the book is so much better than mo- than oh. the movie." Yeah, but, yeah. Of course, the book is better yeah. than the movie. Like if you consider like Game of Thrones, that's how long a movie would have to be. If it was to to properly represent a book, exactly, like that was like a ten hours. Those poor guys have painstakingly tried to put together an entire story in just ninety minutes. I had a mate who went to see The Martian, but he finished the book the same day, and he went to see it that night, and he was all bummed that the book wasn't the same as the movie. I mean, come on, 
gives them a break. Uh, use your common sense. I think people started saying things like that because they wanted to seem as though they're intelligent. Right. Exactly. Yeah, but the movie is so much better because, you know, I read. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good for you. But, I mean, the book is always going to be better. <laughs> of course. And, in fact, funny enough, though, when I watched Game of Thrones, I, I'd watched the first season and then I read the book. And because it was so well represented, I actually thought, oh, man, I actually preferred the, I actually preferred the series. And I love books. I like I like heroic fantasy. Um, so what I will what I will realize is that often if I want to watch a film and there's a book that's really good as well, I may sometimes read the book first only because it's more effort. Yeah. So so I'm less likely to go the other way. Whereas if you've read a book, if you've if you've seen a film, you may not read the book afterwards. But if you've read the book, uh, you may watch the film again later. But I don't ever measure. I measure them both on how cool a body of work they were in the individual medium they are. So. But it's also like if you're not a book reader, then don't suddenly become this pompous person who now wants to read a book before a movie comes out. Because mm. also, imagination is a, is a dangerous thing. You read a book, you've got an idea of a character, and then suddenly what happens if like Owen Wilson becomes the actor? Ruined. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Ruined. You're just like, what? You think, oh, I'm not That this. does actually kill me though. Sometimes when, some, when a, it's a misrepresentation of a character. I remember reading the um, Pelican Brief though, and um, it was a John Grisham book. And he'd actually said when he wrote the book the whole time, he cons- he had the picture. The main character is called Darcy or Darby Shaw. She's like, I'm on- honestly, I read this book in my early 20s. And um, he said that when he wrote the book, had read an interview about it before, and he said he'd pictured Julia Roberts. So the entire time reading the book, I'd pictured Julia Roberts. And then when they made the movie years later, they actually cast her in it. So it was perfect. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. That's it. So, so just don't be, don't be that guy. Don't be the person who says the book. It's like, like, shut up, Captain Obvious. Of course, <laughs> the book is better than the movie. Now you just look like an asshole. But I, I got to say before you go that when the new Star Wars movie came out, it was almost like because the movie's been running so long and the fans are so dedicated, that you saw so little on social media, you saw so little of people telling you what it's like. They all still kind of loved it, but no one said, ah, oh, it's the best, or oh, there's this character that does this and that. It was all kept really hush. Yeah, I never and heard once a, about the, there was a spoiler. I never heard about exactly. it once. Exactly. And then the, when you actually got to the movie, great thing. So also, if you're excited about a movie, don't ask anybody about it. That's also going to help your way, I reckon. Yeah, no, absolutely. The problem is it's, it's getting harder and harder to avoid things. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's getting tougher to avoid. Like, you could never, for example, sport. If you, if you do like watching sport, you can't say, I'll, I'll check out social media now and then watch the game tomorrow. I mean, that, that, that is completely gone now, right? You have to just turn off. But, um, yeah. Well, Adriana's got a couple of points he wants to share, she wants to share with you. Sorry, Adriana. Uh, the Deadpool character in the comics knows he is a comic and talks to the audience. That's why it took so long to push the movie through because it was an R-rated comic where all these things took place and people thought that nobody would really enjoy it. But Ryan Reynolds was so awesome in it and he brought the whole thing to life. I did think he was amazing. I, mean, I thought it was awesome. Adriana also says that, can we talk about these annoying people who laugh the entire movie even when it's not funny? <laughs> person gets shot and there's some fat Dutchman woman... <laughs> Having a chuckle and spewing popcorn out of her mouth. Well, I suppose that just depends where you're watching movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Roman says that Fight Club was far better than the book. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I prefer Train Spotting as well to the book, just because Train Spotting, the original book, was so hard to read because it's written very Scottish colloquialism. You know, it's all like this, and you have to read everything in the accent. It was bloody horrific. You know what I think could start getting annoying in movies now? I've just noticed movie cinemas have now partnered with a pizza company. 
So now you're going to be sitting watching your movie, smelling this person next to you eating their pizza. That'll only be upsetting if you're not the person eating it. Yeah, but now you've got to smell their pizza and then you think, oh, I made the wrong mistake. I got popcorn. Yeah, then, yeah, then what they need is a button that but, you can push. So you swipe your credit card before you go in and then you push a button and they deliver the pizza to you on the way. But Michael, I think that's what they're going for. Mm. It's that whole thing that like, okay, you, you got FOMO now, so you're going to order it. They also and want next you to, time, yeah. to feel like you're at home now eating a pizza on a Sunday night watching a movie. Yeah, but I mean, don't order anchovies out of just general. I mean, here's a whole new topic. What you can now bring into the cinema. If you're going to have a garlic, uh, I don't know, spaghetti or something. In the States, they always do those nachos with cheese uh, dripping on them. You get like hot nachos you can bring into a film. And it's quite cool. So they must wipe the seats down properly yeah, after this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually think the nacho cheese disguises other stuff <laughs> that, that's going on in there. So, so maybe you're safe. So yeah. w- when are you going snowboarding next? Uh, Friday. Off to Verbier. Off Friday. To Switzerland, yeah. Michael. This Friday coming. Friday. Um, sorry, Michael was just uh, talking. <laughs> oh, yeah, was Michael okay, Michael. so Friday, how long are you going for? A uh, week. We okay. do we do a conference every every year, myself and my business partner. We go and we uh, plan our business strategy. We uh, board all morning and we work all night. Oh, uh, okay. And we really do. We, we get a ton done. All right. Uh, Rich, hang on a second. I just need to change this thing. Uh, we've got a caller. Sorry, this is... Uh, I had a caller. Very, very da, 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 da. We should actually have some sort of interlude music here. Telco. Right. Uh, crap. Yes, Michael, I know it's Nick. I can sense him. Hang on a second. Dial, dial, dial. Dial. Take that. This is so yes. much more exciting to watch, by the way. <laughs> than, okay, than right. Sure. Nick, go ahead. Ben, uh, just a quick one. You, you're talking about how, how nobody spoke about the Star Wars 7 movie online. Actually, yeah. what, what also contributes to that is that Google, Google assisted with hiding the, the spoilers. Google, oh, Google really made a, made, a big, made, made a big effort to hide that kind of stuff. I think Twitter as well, which is a bit scary if you think about it, then, because if they can hide you know, people spoiling a movie, then they can hide a lot of, a lot of other stuff that we should actually know. Well, so true. Just as I mean, an example, just as an example. Yeah, but I'll still take it. I think that's 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 rad. That is really cool. But the power in the wrong hands thing. Well, thanks, Nick. I didn't know that. Cool. I just thought maybe it was a bit cool. too disciplined for the human race wow, to be yeah, that secretive. Yeah. Now I'm now I am wondering if that's just all the other times where that's happened. If it's just been smart googling. However, something that big, you know, like Star Wars and things, for, for somebody to block it, I think it's just a good thing. Yeah, completely. Cool, Rich. Well, we'll see you next cool. week. But right. uh, week, week after. after. And yeah. uh, be safe on those slopes. I know you're a seasoned pro. Ah, seasoned amateur, but yeah. But <laughs> like, you, you can't ride a bike with a cost. I think that's the big lesson of life. Exactly. 100%. And there's very few things I would do to give up on riding a motorcycle. This is cliffcentral.com.